There's hardly anything a fighter can say these days that is shocking. The sport has become absurd to the point where my show doesn't even feel like a parody anymore. But every once in a while, someone will say or do something so ridiculous that goes so far beyond even what we're used to in MMA that everyone goes, wait a minute, excuse me? What was that? What, uh, what, what, what did you just say? And today we're going to explore some of these moments that crossed the line. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A massive thank you to our biggest channel supporters and our Hall of Famers. And these are the 10 most out-of-pocket moments in MMA history. Number 10, John Anik. All right, so completely out of context, this one is way out of pocket. It's made the rounds without context online, and every time it does, people lose their minds. So to be fair to John Anik, who is just as professional as they come in this industry, when you hear the whole story, it's not as insane as it sounds. Andre Yule and Chris Gutierrez are fighting. It's the first round, and then John lays this one on us. Both of these fighters have dealt with custody battles involving their children. Andre Yule's son, Eli, is seven, and as of this broadcast, does not have rights to see him, does not know where his son is. Again, I swear to God there's a good explanation, but it is jarring to get hit with that one seemingly apropos of nothing right in the middle of a fight. Ewell had told the broadcast team about the situation and wanted it to be brought to attention to help him in his custody battle. And that is absolutely why Anik did that, I have no doubt. Gutierrez was not happy about the mention of his situation, unfortunately, though. And so, yeah, context helps here, but it still had to make the list. Number nine, Tony Ferguson. Hold on, I'm talking, brother. Tony Ferguson is certainly known to say some pretty unexpected and sometimes out-of-pocket things. And it doesn't even have to be directed at anybody in particular. Ninja Turtle. So which one's your favorite? I like Michelangelo. And while he's certainly gone after the likes of Connor and Habib, his two greatest rivals that sadly we never got to see him throw down with, there is no more out-of-pocket moment than the very first one we got from El Kakui when he was a contestant on The Ultimate Fighter Season 13. By Episode 9, we'd not seen Tony being Tony outside the cage yet, but after a few too many brewskis and some play fighting with teammate Charlie Raider that went too far, Ferguson decided to go from zero to a million. Where's your I kid at? Clean it for you. Where's your kid at? Yeah. Pretty much everybody in the entire house was disgusted, and this is in 2011, mind you, a time when nobody gave a fuck about anything. But talking about a situation in someone's home and the custody of their child, way too far. That said, Tony walked so that our next entry could run. Number eight, Conor McGregor. Jason did a 30-minute breakdown on what Conor said to Habib at that now infamous presser before their fight. And before it got taken down on the main channel, I'm pretty sure it had like 19 billion views. And one of the biggest reasons was that everyone wanted to know know what the hell he was talking about, particularly with Habib's manager, Ali Abdelaziz. As Connor was getting ready to pose for the cameras after the stare down, Ali made some comment off stage that kicked off accusations of, well, I'll just let Connor speak for himself here. My parents, Ali, parents, parents, Ali. How's Noah? How's Noah? Huh? Yeah, should do him Yeah, just casually throwing out alleged ties to terror groups and being a terrible parent. If you are one of the 13 humans that still haven't seen Jason's video on the second channel, I would highly recommend it because he goes into way more depth there about what any of what Connor said even means. But essentially what you need to know is that after Ali mentioned that Connor shouldn't be posing with belts, McGregor took his Batman levels of research on his opponents to escalate things to World War 9 levels right out of the gate. As Abdelaziz has been accused, 
accused of some pretty nefarious ties in the past to some not-so-peaceful groups, as well as being estranged from his son and not supporting him. Connor is Mr. Out-of-Pocket, and this was one of his most unexpected shots. I promise this was the last one about estranged children, though. Number 7, Derek Lewis. I love Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park and his constant banter about chaos theory. He would have loved Derek Lewis. The man is the very definition of chaos, both in the cage and on the microphone. You're gonna do jujitsu? It's not real, he will stand straight up. Losing a fight completely with all of 10 seconds left? Knockout victory for the Black Beast. You just KO'd Travis Brown? Where's Ronda Rousey at? Like several fighters on this list, we could truly fill an entire video with out-of-pocket Lewis moments. Oh, I, I did an interview with Ronda Rousey the other day, too. Did she ask him <laughs> no, I'm just saying, off record. But of course, the most fantastic example in the real world of complex systems breaking down in strange and unexpected ways came after Derek beat Alex Volkov. Because absolutely nobody could have possibly predicted that after one of the greatest come-from-behind wins ever, Lewis would suddenly remove his pants and utter four words that would alter the course of MMA history forever. My balls was hot. I understand. And you know what? It has a logic to it. Removing your shorts is a good way to cool your body down, but it was certainly and absolutely unexpected. Lewis did it again recently when he beat Marcus Hogerio de Lima, but the original is always the best, just like Jurassic Park. Number six, Juliana Pena. I'm sorry, I love this moment. It is just all-time hilarious to me. There is not even remotely a question that Amanda Nunes is the greatest women's fighter of all time. She's beat everybody, she's had the longest reigns, she's easily the GOAT. Cage side, following Nunes's announcement that she would be retiring on top, Pena was hilariously caught reacting to the revelation. It's perfect in every detail, especially considering that they'd already had their rematch and Nunez earned 50s across the board. But I love the spirit, love the absurdness of saying Amanda sucks. We need more stuff like this. Number five, Rampage Jackson. It's not uncommon for fighters to get upset at the commentary team. They don't appreciate certain narratives they feel are being pushed or criticisms about their performances. And while most of the time these complaints are fairly tame, as after all, the last thing you want to do is go too far with a person who has a microphone and a huge audience while you're in the cage. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, man. Rampage Jackson couldn't have cared any less after his failed light heavyweight title challenge against John Jones. Page felt that commentator Joe Rogan was unfair in his assessment that Jackson had underutilized his leg kicks during the bout and went on to field a common complaint by strikers that Joe has a jujitsu bias. He just did it in the most out-of-pocket way possible. Joe Rogan might as well be, like, playing old the rusted trombone like hmm you can do this you got <laughs> even Shane Gillis there couldn't contain himself during that one what an absolutely absurd sport that we love believe it or not the two had a fairly rational conversation after this went down and squashed their beef with each other proving that even the most out of pocket talk doesn't have to lead to permanent animosity unfortunately though sometimes it does like with number four Israel Adesanya well this landmine field should be fun to try to navigate so as you probably know Israel Adesanya and Drikus Duplessis aren't the biggest fans of each other. When Drikus made his UFC debut on Fight Island, in his very first post-fight interview, he told Dan Hardy, quote, Want to be the first real African champ trained, born, bred in Africa. This sentiment would be elaborated on in a pre-fight presser leading up to his fight with Derek Brunson, and that is when things started to pop off. Well, I mean, did those belts ever go to Africa? As far as I know, it came to America and New Zealand. Myself and Cameron 
we breathe African air. We train in Africa, we're African born, we're African raised, we still reside in Africa, we train out of Africa. That's an African champion and that's who I'll be. Now, I'm not going to dive into the history of Africa or its colonization or apartheid because I am entirely unqualified to do so. Not to mention this list doesn't need to get that granular. What you need to know is that African born Adesanya took offense to these comments and things would come to an out of pocket head when the UFC let buzzed Izzy into the cage after DDP's most recent win to have a racial slur filled chat. The confrontation garnered 2.1 million views on the UFC's YouTube channel and was the talk of the sport for just how uncomfortable the whole thing got. Number three, Bryce Mitchell. I swear to you, this idea was already in the works and already had 10 entries when Bryce Mitchell walked into the octagon with a Bible last week. Now look, there's absolutely nothing out of pocket about having faith or being a religious person or carrying a Bible, and that is not what this is about. What it's about is that it's a little bit different to hold a Bible up during your introduction to your cage fight and scream freedom at the top of your lungs. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take artist also weighed in 146 pounds. In but okay, as strange as it was, probably not enough to make this list. And look, his post-fight interview, he discussed donating some money to help with the relief in Hawaii, he wanted to pray with his opponent. Again, I'm not saying these things are why he made it on here today. Matt Hughes had Bible study on Tough. Yoel said America for gay Jesus. Chemo carried the cross. What's getting Bryce here today is the line about the fires being man-made, as well as this absolutely bizarre interview on Michael Bisbean's podcast on Fight Week that included discussions of the flat earth, gravity not being real, the 23rd marking a sign of the coming rapture, and most hilariously, his reaction to Bisbean believing in evolution. Bullshit! It's bullshit! It's bullshit! It's a lie from Satan! It's a lie from Satan, brother! You have been tricked! You have been deceived! Again, if you want to believe in any of these things and they coincide with your religious beliefs, do your thing, no shade here, but screaming about something being lies from Satan, in addition to all the other oddness that came with Mitchell's fight week, come on, the dude absolutely belongs on this one. Number two, Sean Strickland. Truly, if there is a single fighter that embodies out of pocket in this sport, it is Sean Strickland. We could legitimately do a top 35 moments with him, and we would have to narrow that down from like 2,000. Much of Sean's popularity has come from these outlandish things that he often says. How many dudes have seen her, all right? How do you think I got the interview? And so to narrow it down to the most ridiculous would be a monumental task. Not to mention, if we wanted to really go with the most absurd of what he has said, this video would be demonetized faster than James Krause. But I do have a moment that very much embodies why Strickland is on this list. It came recently in the lead up to his unexpected title victory over Adesanya. He was being interviewed by Nina Drama and was asked the same thing every fighter has been for the last few months. Can you beat up bodybuilder Bradley Martin? He's 260. Sean's reply after being explained who this person was is just so Sean Strickland. Bradley Martin, if you're here right now and I could get away with it, I would take your f***ing life. To me, that ridiculous answer, as he's holding a gun, gets to the spirit of Sean without getting this video put behind an age wall. That is why he is number two. But number one had to go to Colby Covington. When a man has made his entire brand saying things that are out of pocket to get people riled up, what do you choose for an entry about him? What single moment is the most absurd? It was a struggle between two of them. The first was the time that Colby decided to bring up Kamaru Usman's recently deceased coach Glenn Robinson 
Johnson in the lead up to their fight in the most tasteless way possible. I know you gave Glenn a heart attack for all those years you were, you were ducking me, so... Don't worry, he'll be watching from hell on December 14th. Holy shit. He'd only died a few months prior to that presser too, and it was a very sudden and unexpected passing. Way too far. So what on earth could possibly beat that out for Colby to represent his number one spot on this list? And it's pretty hard not to point to Covington's post-fight comments after defeating Robbie Lawler. It's a strong lesson that Robbie should have learned from his good buddy Matt Hughes. You stay off the tracks when the train's coming through, Junior. Don't matter if it's a Trump train or the Colby train. Get out the way! Obviously a line he considered beforehand, which is weird since Lawler hadn't been with Militich's camp in six years by the time this fight went down, which certainly adds to the randomness of it. I mean, who saw that shot coming? To me, it is peak out-of-pocket Colby, and so it had to be number one. You know what would be even more out-of-pocket than anything on this list, though? Not following the editor of this video, Luke Taylor, on his socials. The guy is an absolute gem. Please show him all the love. Just like the love I'm showing our channel champions right now, you guys are awesome. We couldn't do it without you. If you would like to get that love too, consider becoming a channel member. There's the join button right there. Just give it a little tap. If not, no big deal. Tapping like and subscribe would be awesome too. What are some other out-of-pocket moments? Share them down in the comments. Thanks for watching, everybody. I will see you again real soon.